This has been going on for months now. I've told my parents, teachers, even some people from church, but no one believes me. My best friend Sarah avoids me now, and I just don't know what to do anymore. What started as a fun little game has become something that's constantly haunting me. I can barely sleep because someone, something, has been watching me wherever I go. A few months ago, it was a Friday night. Sarah slept over at my place to do some homework and catch up. We've been best friends since middle school. We were like sisters, and we were neighbours too, so you couldn't find us separate. When we went into high school, we had separate classes, but we still found time to hang out. After we finished our schoolwork, we concluded the night with a movie. We usually did some rom-coms, but that night we decided on a horror movie. Do you think that stuff really works? Sarah blurted out. What are you talking about? Ouija boards. Do you think you can actually talk to something? To be honest, I'm a scaredy cat. I was already afraid of the movie, so her talking about that made me more anxious. Uh, yeah, probably. I wouldn't want to try, I said nervously. Come on, Maddie. Let's try it out, Sarah said excitedly. No. No way. Look at this movie. I'm not calling bad spirits over. Ugh, you're no fun, she joked. We finished the movie and she ended up sleeping over. It was at some point in the middle of the night where I felt a hand on my shoulder. It startled me and right when I was about to scream a hand went over my mouth. It was Sarah. She started giggling and slowly moved her hand away. What the heck, Sarah? I shouted in a whisper. Relax, she giggled. I'm sorry, I just couldn't resist. What's going on? What time is it? It's almost 3am. I couldn't fall asleep, so I got on my phone and did some research, she whispered. My god, go to bed. I couldn't believe her. I started to turn over to go back to sleep, but she stopped me. Wait, please, it'll be so fun, I swear, she pleaded. What do you want? Please let me sleep. She pushed her phone towards my face. Its light blinded me for a moment. I winced a bit, but after a moment, my eyes focused on the results of her search. Sarah was looking up Ouija boards and how to make one. I wasn't sure which to feel first, fear or frustration with her waking me up. I insisted that she go back to bed, and while she complained and begged, my resolve to go back to sleep unwavered. The rest of the weekend was uneventful, and when the next Friday came, Sarah was waiting for me at my locker. She insisted that we go hang out at her place that night. It's been a while, so I agreed. We got on the bus, and on our stop, we went straight to her house. When we got inside, her dad was on the phone in the kitchen. He saw us and mouthed, hello. Sarah's dad is really kind. He was a banker or something, and her mum is a nurse. After Sarah and I became friends, our parents became close as well, so I considered her parents family. We ran into her room, and she shut the door behind her. You won't believe what I got my hands on, she said mischievously. My heart sank as she removed a box from her closet. It was a Ouija board. How in the world did you get that? She grinned. I begged my dad to get me one. You guys are monsters, I said in disbelief. Mwahaha, you cannot escape, she laughed. 
My house is right over there. I can just leave. She gave me a tight hug. No, please, it'll be so much fun. Come on, she pleaded. After a moment, I gave in. Let's finish up our schoolwork first. After we finished our homework, Sarah's dad called us over for some pizza. He asked what we were up to that night and Sarah told him about using the Ouija board. He laughed as he told us not to get too loud. He grabbed a couple of slices of pizza and retreated into his office close to Sarah's room. Sarah rushed us through our dinner and she insisted that we stayed up until 1am to start the ritual. We passed the time with YouTube videos. It put me slightly at ease until the appointed time came. I couldn't believe we were actually doing something so stupid. Sarah cleared some space on the floor and opened the board. The board wasn't like a plastic one you'd see at stores nowadays. It looked like an antique. It was wooden with dark brown edges. The inside was a light yellow accent with faded black lettering. Honestly, it was quite beautiful. Sarah pulled out some candles and placed them onto her desk. She turned off her bedroom light and the flickering flames dimly lit the room. She placed a wooden triangle onto the board. Its round glass centre reflected the light of the candles. Sarah could hardly contain her excitement as she placed her hands onto the planchette, hurrying me to do the same. I placed my hands onto it. It was oddly cold. Now, one of us should ask the questions, Sarah said. You should do it. What? I shouted. Shh, you'll wake up my dad, she hushed. Come on, it'll be more fun if you do it. I don't even know what to freaking ask. Just ask it whatever, she laughed. I didn't want to go along with her plans, but she went through all this trouble to set this up. She was so determined to do this, and I felt a bit bad if I denied her fun. So I agreed to questions. We took the planchette underneath our hands and began to move it in circles on the board. The sound of it sliding across the wood echoed throughout the room. We slid the planchette onto the centre of the board and I took a deep breath. Hello? Is there anyone here with us? I asked. My heart started to race. Nothing happened for a few seconds. Right when I felt a bit at ease at some silly game, the planchette began to move, sliding towards yes. I looked at Sarah, and she was grinning from ear to ear, her eyes transfixed onto the board. Please stop joking, Sarah, I whispered, but her gaze was stuck onto the planchette. Um, uh, are you a ghost? I asked warily. Sarah snickered at the question and the planchette slid over towards no. My heart began to beat so fast. What do you mean, no? What are you? The planchette started to feel like it was burning cold onto my fingertips. Then I felt it move again. It started to move towards D, E, V, I. Before it could finish, I screamed and shuffled backwards away from the board. Sarah was laughing so hard at my terror. What the heck, Sarah? Why would you scare me like that? I shouted. She laughed for a bit and her face got serious. Come on, Maddie. Stop joking around. I'm not joking. I wasn't doing that. Her face became a deadpan. I wasn't moving it. I thought you were. Sarah's dad knocked on the door. Are you girls okay in there? We looked at each other for a moment and shook ourselves. Yeah, dad, 
We just scared ourselves using that board, Sarah laughed. A long sigh could be heard from beyond the door. Well, alright then, try and go to bed, it's getting late. Yes sir, we both replied. We turned on the lights and blew out the candles. Sarah was putting up the Ouija board, but she had a look of worry on her face. What's wrong? I asked. Sarah looked at me and she seemed reluctant in saying it. We didn't say goodbye. I was confused at what she said. What? You're not supposed to remove your hands until you say goodbye to the spirit. They say we open a portal by using the board and saying goodbye closes it, she said. I've had enough, Sarah. Please, let's go to sleep now, I pleaded. So we put up everything and turned in for bed. We both shared her bed and tried to go to sleep, but what she said unsettled me. Sarah's bed was in a corner close to her desk and a window, and as she slept inside towards the wall, I was on the outside. I pulled the blanket over my face and hoped the sound of Sarah's breathing would lull me to sleep, but I couldn't get tonight's event out of my head. There was no way we were talking to something. There was no way it was the devil. This was all just a prank that Sarah was pulling on me. I closed my eyes and tried my hardest to go to sleep, but that was when I heard something coming from outside Sarah's window. It was the sound of heavy footsteps walking towards us, leaves and grass crunching underneath them. I was terrified. I was just imagining things. The Ouija board was just putting crazy thoughts in my head. I closed my eyes tightly and then I heard it. Heavy breathing right outside of the window. I didn't know what else to do. The breathing was so deep and haggard, but it was definitely real. I slowly removed the blanket from my face and peered out of the corner of my eyes towards the window. My heart sank as I saw something through the cracks of her blinds. Someone or something was outside of the window looking at us, looking at me. For a moment, I swear we made eye contact and I heard a low breath shudder. The eyes. I'll never forget those eyes. They were dark and sullen. But the way they curved, it looked like they took delight in seeing me squirm. Underneath those evil eyes, I saw illuminated by faint moonlight, a toothy grin. Its teeth parted open and a tongue came out to lick its cracked lips. A low, hushed laugh broke the silence followed by a strange noise. That was when I let out a blood-curdling scream with all of my might. Sarah jumped up and shouted, What's going on? She screamed. The devil! The devil is outside your window! I told her. My throat ached from the scream. She looked at me and shouted, Dad! Dad! A moment later, Sarah's dad flung the door open and looked at us. We were absolutely terrified. I explained to him what was going on and he opened the window blinds and peered out. Give me a minute, he reassured us and ran out of the bedroom. We heard the sound of the front door open. A few minutes passed and he returned. He was covered in sweat and he was out of breath. He said he ran around the house and looked at the streets and didn't see anything. You said you saw someone outside? He asked. I looked at him for a moment. I didn't want to sound crazy and tell him I saw the devil outside. I'm not sure, I just saw someone looking in from the window, I told him. Hey, why don't we sleep on the couch tonight, Sarah suggested. 
We spent the rest of the night on the couch. I tried to sleep, but the memory of those eyes kept me awake. Every time I tried to go back to sleep, I could hear that laugh echo through my skull. The way it licked its lips made my skin crawl. The following morning, Sarah's mum came home and made us breakfast. She worked the night shift as a nurse, but she loved having me over. Sarah's dad brought up what happened last night, and her mum chastised us for playing such a stupid game. After breakfast, I gathered my things to go home. Sarah was worried about me, but maybe her mum was right and it was just in my head. As I left their home and walked towards mine, I thought I heard that low laugh again. When I got home, my parents asked the usual, did I have fun, how are the parents doing, the normal small talk. I went to my room and crashed onto my bed. It unsettled me a bit because I had my room set up similarly to Sarah's and I looked towards the window. I jumped and pressed my back to the wall. I saw a set of dark eyes looking through the window at me. I ran towards the window and fully opened the blinds. But no one, nothing was there. My mum came rushing in to check on me. I was out of breath, sweating, but I assured her that I was just tired. This went on for a couple of days, into weeks. Every night I made sure that our windows were shut tight. My dad thought I was being paranoid. I told them what I was seeing, but they brushed it aside as some delusion. I even told Sarah that almost every time I looked out the window, I would see the devil looking at me, smiling at me. She also tried to brush it off like I was trying to scare her, but I was the one that was afraid. I could barely sleep. The devil was out to get me. Every night I would see him and hear that damn noise. No one believed me. I wasn't sure what to do. My mum thought I was trying to set the house on fire when I started burning sage at home. Why did I agree to do the fucking Ouija board? Last Saturday, last Saturday is what broke me. My parents asked me to stay home and watch the house while they go out with Sarah's mum because she had an off day. Sarah was feeling sick, so she couldn't come over, but they told me her dad would be home. They assured me if anything happens, call them, but if there's an emergency, call Sarah's dad. When the night came, I was so nervous. I felt like those eyes were everywhere. I was on the couch, in the living room. I turned on a rom-com to put my mind at ease. The sound of the comedic dialogue was fading into the background, into a muffle, as I curled into a ball and looked around me. It was around 8pm when I decided to check the windows for the 100th time. Living room windows, locked. I peered out and was met with darkness. The small window in the kitchen, locked. My parents' bedroom window, locked. My mum's office room window, locked. We had a large sliding glass door to the backyard, unlocked. I peered out and saw a dark shape standing there in the darkness. I freaked out. I struggled to lock the sliding door and ran when I heard the lock click. I ran to my bedroom, but I turned to see the shape on the sliding door. Its face was pressed against the glass, and those eyes reveled in my horror. Bile began to rise from my gut as a tongue began to lick the glass. Tears filled my eyes. The devil was so close, but I couldn't make out any features. It was just dark and looming. I ran into my bedroom and slammed my door. I darted towards my desk where my phone was charging. 
I fumbled it a bit, but when I almost caught it, my phone fell to the floor. Something was banging on my window. It was so hard, I was surprised the glass didn't shatter. I picked up my phone and called my dad. Hello? My dad answered. Dad, daddy, please come home. Someone's outside and they're trying to get in, I yelled. What? Baby, I can barely hear you. Someone's there? Here, let me call Sarah's dad. The line went dead. My heart was racing, and then the banging on the glass stopped. That was the moment my heart sank. I heard a noise, a familiar noise. The sound of a phone vibrating. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Oh, hey John, what did you say? The voice was low and whispering. Yeah, no problem, just give me a min and I'll call you back. I slowly walked towards the window. I couldn't believe it, but I had to see. In the cracks of the blinds, I saw him. Sarah's dad standing outside my window. He looked in my direction, but I don't think he could see me. I saw him grin, then lick his lips, and started to walk away. A minute later, I heard a banging from the front door. I ran towards it and looked through the peephole. Sarah's dad was beyond the door. His eye was peering through the peephole, too. Madison, open the door, he said in a sing-songy voice. Your dad wants me to check on ya. Let me see that pretty face. I didn't know what else to do. I didn't want to open the door. Come on, sweetie. Let me take a good look at ya, he sneered. He began to beat on the door. He started to shout. Let me see you, sweetie. I ran. I ran back to my phone and I did the only rational thing. I called the police. 911, what's your emergency? A soothing voice answered. The devil. The devil is outside. The devil is my friend's dad. A few minutes later, the police came by. I heard Sarah's dad talking to them. I don't know what's going on. My neighbor just called me to check on their daughter because she is alone and I think she's going crazy. Someone call the ambulance. She's probably on drugs or something, he told the police. When I opened the door, I told the officers what was going on, but they didn't believe me. My parents rushed home and they couldn't believe what was happening. They thought I snapped. Sarah was sick. She weakly walked out and she asked me what was going on, but all I could say is that her dad was the devil that's been watching me. She looked at me, confused, concerned, weirded out. The police didn't go further into it. My parents were embarrassed at my accusation. Sarah's mum was angry with me and Sarah, she stopped talking to me. It's been a while since that day and everyone thinks I'm crazy. Everyone calls me the devil girl and keeps their distance from me. Sarah stopped talking to me and my parents were so ashamed that they insisted on us moving. We're packing up our things now and I just wanted to tell someone. Hopefully someone will believe me. I looked out the window and saw something taped to the glass. I ran out and saw that it was an envelope on my window. I opened the envelope and saw dark and blurry pictures of me through my window. I looked around frantically and saw him. The devil. Sarah's dad staring at me through his own window. He waved at me and I saw a little note behind one of the photos. I'll see you again, sweetie. Thank you guys, ghouls and girls for watching.
please feel free to connect with me on my Discord server. And if you want to watch me live, check out my Twitch channel. I am very active on both platforms and even have scheduled streams. I would absolutely love to see you there. Links to my other social media platforms are in the description below. Stay, 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 stay.